growing up, I I was taught if you care about the way you look, then you are conceited. Very much shamed for like how long I took to get ready. And I live in a small town in Oregon. They're like, why are you dressing up for to go? You know, I'm like, I I can't help it. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I just like this is my way of expression. But I think all of those aspects very much like lived inside of me as an adult. And I I don't think I realized it until I really took this like entrepreneurial journey um, very serious. You know, then all of that shadow work kind of started popping up. But I mean, I, I go back to how beauty makes me feel and how it shifts my mood completely um, and how empowering that is and that it's not conceited to care about the way you look because it's the reflection of how you feel on the inside. And beauty is innately an inside job, but we have tools and these are the tools that we can use to express ourselves. I always go back to that beauty for me is art. Fashion is art. Like all of these are just different ways to show off our mood, show off our feelings, whatever we want to express. And I also think at the same time, beauty especially doesn't have to be so freaking serious. Let's have fun with it. And also I think just getting older in general, it's so true when what they say, you really just stop caring as much. And oh, does that feel so freaking good? I'm like, oh, I wish I could like hold my younger self and just say, just stop caring, literally. Hello and welcome to Bad Witches Only. I'm your host, Ali Schlenner. I have a very special guest with me today. I'm so excited to share. We have Sarah Rosie up in the house. And if you don't know who I am, I am an intuitive life coach and an energy healer. And Sarah, tell us a little bit about who you are. Ali, thank you so much for having me. It's really such a crazy full circle moment to have met you in Guatemala in the yoga forest (laughs) and then to now two years later be on your podcast so this is very special to be here with you um but a little bit about me my name is Sarah Rosie and I am a conscious and intentional beauty creator online and I really try to empower women to be able to shop for their beauty products, um, to understand more about the industry, and to really just be intentional with their routine. Um, And I'm also a dance teacher, and I also run a gratitude-based nonprofit called Gratitude University. Yes, I love it so much. And I just am thinking back to when we first met. I remember seeing you in these like magical sunflower pants. And (laughs) I feel like this just embodies all that you are. From the first time I met you, you have the most loving, present energy. And it's such a blessing to have stayed connected with you over all of these years. And to now have you as a guest here is fucking unbelievable. I feel the same way. I remember first meeting you too. And honestly, to think back about that version of myself too. Um, wow. I was in such a transitional period. I was calling that time in my life, my eat, pray, love journey. I was literally like trying to search for my soul when I met you. But I, 
I just remember feeling so comfortable with you right away. And like, we went deep right away. Like with our combo, there was no small talk. We like went for the big stuff. And that's when I knew I was like, I want to be friends. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's kind of my MO in life. It's like, I don't know how to do small talk anymore. I did small talk. No, we don't know her. We don't know her. We don't know her. She is not, she's not a part of this. So we are going to fucking go deep today. Once again, as we talked about, this is going to be just some girl time. We'll let people into our worlds. So Sarah, what are your big three in astrology? Tell us, we have to know. So I'm a Virgo sun, um, a Pisces moon, and also a Pisces rising. Oh my gosh, you Pisces Angel. Okay. I didn't know this about you. I'm so happy to hear this. You shocked? I am. I mean, it does make sense because you are just so like understanding. I can feel the water essence, the empathy, the wisdom of being the last sign in the zodiac. So, oh my gosh. Okay. So now we get to know you all more. Well, we get to know you more. And I don't think <laughs> I've ever shared on here, but I am a Capricorn sun a Leo moon. So we're in my moon season and I am a Taurus rising. I love that. (laughs) Amazing. So Sarah, my love, I, first of all, love following you online. It just brings me so much peace, so much love. And I'm like, I feel fucking embodied having your energy close to me, even just tapping into that online. You feel fucking good to see your content. So will you tell us a little bit about like what your creation process looks like and what energy you bring to that space? Wow, Ali, that makes me so happy to hear that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, as a content creator, it's, it's an interesting job because sometimes I feel like I'm just living out this life and putting it all out line, all online. And I'm like, so is anyone liking this? Like, what? <laughs> Am I just doing this for me? Um, what is happening? But um, anytime I hear feedback like that, it just fuels my fire even more. So thank you for sharing. But um, I really, I think for so long, in this space online, I was so nervous to put stuff out there. Um, like ultimately I'm a very silly person. Um, and it was hard for me to really show that online. Like I was trying to come to the space and be a leader in this conscious clean beauty movement. So I thought I, you know, should be pretty serious and like, you know, only be doing beauty shots and do all these, you know, beautiful makeup looks. And I think lately, even just like a few years ago, um, when I went through kind of this big transition, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like they've got to see, I I looked at people online who I loved and I noticed um, why I loved them. And it was because they were showing all of themselves. So I tried to show up online like that um, and show more of my silly side and, um, you know, other sides that I didn't show for a really long time. But I also think just um, as a space, social has become so much more um, of like a chill zone, right? Like people aren't, it's not like the 2016 Instagram version where everything is perfect, which is such a relief and honestly, it makes everything way more fun. Um, But I do always try to keep the joy in it, um, keep the joy in creating. And um, I feel like it was just, it's like in my body. It's like in my soul. It's what I love to do. I love like creating art in photo and video. Um, so I just try to hold that 
I love that. And you can totally feel that when you tap into your content. It's like, okay, she's meant to do this. And that's like, it's such a beautiful thing to witness because it feels like that's a channel in which the universe shines through you or which like source and creativity and these some mystical energies are just shining through you in this form because you literally like radiate. (laughs) I could like actually cry and I'm like not a crier. (laughs) But um, I think because it literally just taps so hard into my like soul's desire. Exactly. Like it sounds, sometimes I think being like an influencer or content creator can seem not like super legit or something, but like it, it really does flow through me. And I feel like it's exactly what I'm supposed to do. Um, And, and, you know, like the form that it's um, shown and can change and, and like be molded throughout the years. But for right now, it's, it's, it's what it is online. So Yeah. And I'm curious as well. I mean, we talked a little bit about inner child prepping for this conversation, but I'm curious about how like your inner child uh, connects to your relationship with beauty and self-image and allowing yourself to be truly seen and experienced for all parts of you the way you are on social media. Yeah. So, I mean, when I think back, when I was a little girl, I was always so obsessed with beauty products. Like I remember, I recently told this story to a friend and it like really hit home how like in it, it was always like in me, this whole beauty love. But I remember in my bathroom, I had this really big countertop and I remember having so many products on the countertop. And I remember my mom being like, do you really need all of this stuff? And I was like, yes, mom, because for trying it and you know like this is for that and this is for that and like growing up I grew up in Oregon I come from very like hippie parents grew up on like a hay farm like no one I was like (laughs) beauty and fashion (laughs) and everyone else is like where did you come from literally (laughs) but it's just always been in me and it's it's funny I think also not having a mother figure that was super you know that was like my guide into beauty I became the guide for myself and I didn't have an older sister or anything like that. So I think that also um, like trying out new products and like teaching people my tips and tricks, I think is also reflected in my social and how I want to show up as like the big sister of clean beauty. You know, I'm like, here, come with me, Um, come to the bathroom with me. Let's just like, I'll show you my tricks. Like that is kind of what I felt like as an, as an inner child. And, And also to bring it back to dance, like was dancing I said I wanted to be a ballerina from like, you know, the day I could talk to like very far into my teen years. And, um, and that really shows up in my dance teaching. And I remember so vividly being at a sleepover when I was probably early teens, middle school. And I remember one of my friends, I would always make my friends um, split into teams and make up dances for each other and then perform them. (laughs) The sleepover MO and then of course followed by like beauty treatments. Wow. Honestly, my life is just like one. It has really turned into like one big girl party sleepover, which really was the goal. But I remember her being like, Sarah, oh my gosh, I can see you being um an aerobics instructor one day. And I just remember being so elated and being like, oh, that is my dream. And I had I had that memory come up a few weeks ago as I was making up classes 
um, dancing for class and I was just like, whoa, Mm -hmm. this is some inner child shit. And this feels freaking good. It really does. And, and I want to hold on to that feeling so much because I do realize that it's pretty rare to be able to work professionally in all of these passions I had um, as a child and, and to be able to connect to that and to realize that and to harness the power that it always existed within me. Totally. That's so beautiful. And it's so interesting to hear this as well, because so often in like the spiritual community, the manifestation community, people say like, in terms of advice, do what you used to love to do when you were a kid, or how can you connect to that part of yourself? How can you connect to doing all the things that you used to love and bring more fun, bring more play into your life? And that's how you receive manifestations. That's how like the universe really begins to conspire for, for you and brings that forward momentum into your life in terms of like ushering in and offering you all of the things that you've ever wanted to receive. So it's so beautiful to hear that as well and like see you doing those things. And so my dear, I'm curious as well, because you've talked a little bit about this transformation journey. Can you tell us like, what's up with that? What's, what's happening with that transformation journey? What that looked like for you? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, um, we'll go into a little bit of story time. I don't think I've ever really told this whole story, but I feel like this is the right place to give it some space to breathe. Um, and live like outside of outside of me. <laughs> um, so I was, and I'll and I'll tie this into beauty as well because it 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 honestly all is tied together and it will all make more sense. But I was living and working in New York City um, for a beauty company, for a traditional beauty company. I moved there straight from college without ever meeting the the co-founders. I joined the team. I was the first hire. We launched like 45 SKUs of color cosmetics. I mean, when I say I was like, like hit the ground running, New York City startup, like 21 years old. I was just, it was, it was crazy, but I learned so much um, and got to do a lot of product development with the team, worked with some of the best labs in the world. Um, so fast forward three years, um, I was kind of going through some health stuff. Um, and I feel like this happens to a lot of people who make the transition to a more conscious and clean um, effort in their beauty routine. But I started to look at everything I was eating um, and I had to be really strict with what I was putting in my body. And then, you know, the light bulb goes off about what you're putting in your body. And I remember just like, I literally was working on the packaging of our color cosmetic beauty products and literally like having to like go line by line by the ingredient list to like make sure it matched up on packaging and I remember being like oh my gosh what the hell is all this stuff um and and that kind of sparked a new idea to you know start using something more clean and conscious and but at that time that that lingo like didn't really exist it wasn't like the trend that it is now at that time this was like 2016-ish um like the clean beauty was basically an aisle at Whole Foods. It didn't really work. The makeup for sure, like 
it didn't last. It didn't perform. And when you buy makeup, like that's what you're using it for. You're using it for its performance. You need it to work. Um, so anyway, the clean beauty space wasn't as appealing as it is today. That is for sure. But that kind of sparked my new, um, my, my new idea into this new field. So then, um, I worked for a dance company for a little bit in New York. And then I worked for WeWork. You know what? Maybe beauty can just be like a side thing. Like maybe beauty is just you know, something that I do on the weekends and that I, and I love it. And I was doing events and production. It was really fun. And I was, in, and I was living with my boyfriend of the time from college. We had been together. We were growing apart. And one night we mutually decided the very next morning I go into work at WeWork and I get let go from my job. And I was, an absolute mess I was I remember sitting in the room um and now like we know the full story of WeWork so it makes way more sense I was you know one of thousands that got let go it was like part of their rise and their big fall um of of the company but I remember just sitting in the room and bawling and being so caught off guard and literally saying out loud like me and my boyfriend just broke up last night the HR person was probably like this is not my problem like I don't know <laughs> but literally within 24 hours my life completely changed I remember like calling my parents after and and, and like so much ego right like was so bruised I was never thought I would be like go from a job you know so much baggage that comes from that um and I made a call to my friend Sarah and I and I told her the story and she said you know what you just need to go to Guatemala, go to this town called San Marcos in Guatemala. And so I was like totally sent to Guatemala and like sent to the yoga forest. So like, of course we crossed paths and entered an alley. But um, yeah, I was like definitely forced, forced out of New York, I would say, um, and forced to go on this healing journey. Um, so when I moved, I started working for myself. I started again, taking beauty more center stage for me and yeah I wanted my goal was to travel and to work for myself and to find myself again and and yeah and now we are back in Oregon and I'm full-time beauty content and you know what it just feels right I think for so long I tried to push these passions under the rug and be like no like you know what I am gonna work for a company and I'm gonna do the corporate thing and and but it just it never stuck Mm -hmm. so it was just never right for me. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. And that's why I love podcasts too, because it really does give these stories the opportunity to breathe. The stories with such value and such like meaning to our hearts and souls, they land in the hands and the hearts of the right people and the people that are like, I want to hold you through this. So I have Mm -hmm. no doubt that like everybody who's listening to to this is like, oh, hell yeah, I get to know Sarah a little bit deeper because of this story. So thank you so much for opening up about that. That's so beautiful. And of course, when you stop like pushing your passions down and you let them rise, it's just like everything fucking works out exactly as it's meant to. Yeah. I fully, I fully believe that I like during that period of turmoil, I remember like leaning in to faith and surrendering like so much because I kind of had no other choice. It was a time where I had to be like, okay, you've taken me this far, like hands off the wheel. Like, where are we going next? Like you tell me, you know, I'm not trying to control anything now. 
Um, but that also really started my like more spiritual journey. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't imagine life without going through that now, you know? Um, but I do have to say, even when you are working in your passions and when you're doing all of these things that are so fun, I mean, it's true what they say. If you want to do some deep ass self work, become an entrepreneur. (laughs) Literally. literally. I will, I will agree with that 100%. And I feel like it's actually the most, um, the realist self-work because it's in connection to our worth and like our true expression of self and our authenticity. It's just all parts of us coming together in this one thing. When we follow our passions, when we follow our hearts and when we like allow that to just radiate through everything that we fucking do and everything that we create and everything that we've wanted to push aside in our healing journey comes to the surface. And it's like, oh, you have to look at this thing or else you're not going to make it to the quote unquote next level. You're not going to like continue evolving. You're not going to continue shedding the layers unless you do the self-work. So I'm so happy too. You like almost immediately brought up the inner child stuff because that's a key, a key part of it. And like every everything that we create, everything that we do in business is tied to our souls and our soul's expression, at least in my, my opinion. And when you can really see when people are in their power, which is really Mm -hmm. admirable, which is like, I totally see that in you as well Is oh, this, this badass queen, bad witch is in her power over there. (laughs) And she is doing the damn thing. And we can see that in others. So I love that. Thank you for saying that, Allie. Oh my gosh. Um, but I also do, yeah, just to touch on inner child a little bit more, it's, I feel so lucky to have so much joy, um, working in my inner child. But on the flip side of that, of course, there's all those wounded, like inner child moments that absolutely come up still, you know, um, you know, in regard to beauty and in regard to like caring about your appearance and mm-hmm. does that make you conceited and, and, you know, just, all of the, the the stuff that um, still exists within me about about beauty and and it's been a lot of work. Like I've really had to work on past ideals of of what I thought, you know, um, someone who worked in beauty was and 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 yeah, it's um, it's definitely not all easy. There's definitely <laughs> some deep work that goes into it, even though it's such a joyous um, thing for me usually. Yeah. Of course, it's very fulfilling. There's so much joy in the process, but like shadow work is a huge part of this, of stepping into our powers. Like, I feel like for me, shadow work has been one of the strongest uh, themes of the past six months of my life. And also, I mean, I just, I just bought land in Mexico. Like my, my dreams are coming true. And at the same time, I had to go through some shit in order to allow myself to receive that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that process. But inevitably, as we step into our power and as we allow ourselves to receive what is meant for us, there's, there are the, there's the shadow side of things, which um, there's no spiritual bypassing that can, <laughs> that can take you past that. Oh, I have tried to. I I have very much tried. <laughs> so I fully feel you. Yes. yes. Yeah, for sure. So in terms of like the inner child work that you have in, 
in the beauty realm and what your view of or what your past views of somebody who looked like somebody who would be in beauty how did you hold yourself through that how did you allow yourself and how do you continue to hold yourself through that by um reminding yourself that yeah you're meant to be in the space as well it's honestly like an everyday mindset for me but i think growing up i yeah i was taught if if you care about the way you look, then you are conceited. And I was always very much shamed for like how long I took to get ready and like that I was caring so much. You know, I live in a small town in Oregon. They're like, why are you dressing up for to go? You know, I'm like, I, I can't help it. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I just like, this is my way of expression. But I think all of those aspects very much like lived inside of me as an adult. And I, I don't think I realized it until I really took this like entrepreneurial journey um very serious you know then all of that shadow work kind of started popping up but I mean I think it's just I go back to how beauty makes me feel and how it shifts my mood completely um and how empowering that is and that it's not conceited to care about the way you look because it's the reflection of how you feel on the inside and Beauty is innately an inside job, but we have tools and these are the tools that we can use to express ourselves. I always go back to that beauty for me is art. Fashion is art. Like all of these are just different ways to show off our mood, show off our feelings, whatever we want to express. And I also think at the same time, beauty especially doesn't have to be so freaking serious. Let's have fun with it. And also, I think just getting older in general, it's so true when what they say, you really just stop caring as much. And oh, does that feel so freaking good? I'm like, oh, I wish I could like hold my like younger self and just say, just stop caring, literally. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so inspiring. I was going to ask you like what your definition of beauty is, both internally and externally. Yeah, when I when I talk about beauty, I I I I give a lot, especially online, I talk a lot about different products like makeup and skincare that you can use to, you know, get a certain result or feel a certain way or look a certain way. Um, but when in reality we all know if you're not dialed in on the inside, if you're not taking care of yourself on the inside, nothing is gonna change um any sort of product lineup you use. Um so it really just you know, it all starts from within and it's so true what they say, like when you, when you are living in your passion or when you are just like in joy and gratitude, you absolutely are just like expressing beauty um, in a way. So I think I go back to gratitude a lot when I think of beauty, it's like, yeah, unapologetically being yourself as well, like unapologetically showing up as you are. And that's pretty beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I just got the chills, my girl, like full, yay, full body chills. I love that. And you really do like inspire me as well to take care of myself on the inside. I remember there was something that you said about meditation. This was like years ago, maybe two years ago. And you're like, it's the best glow or meditation is like one of the best things you can do for your skin. And I was just like, holy shit, that's so simple. But something just clicked inside of my head. And I was like, okay, sit in meditation and my skin is going to glow. Holy shit, obviously, but like, it's so amazing the way that you express that. 
Oh my gosh, thank you. And I mean, it, it also can be um, connected to even like if you're if you're having a really bad skin flare up or you know a really bad um, of acne or something. Like it actually is proven like you are reducing your stress. You're like coming back. You know, it really does um, help the way your skin is for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I love um, as well the way you talk about making your routines into rituals. So will you talk a little bit about that process for you, what it's like done for you on the inside, as well as what that looks like on the outside? Yes, absolutely. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. So I always say, um, yes, turn your routines into rituals. So what that means is, you know, we go through our morning beauty routines and our nightly beauty routines every single day for like, you know, say five, five minutes in the morning and at night. So there's 10 minutes every day where you have the chance to really make it intentional and come from a place of mindfulness. So you could, you know, go through the five minutes, like, you know, very stressed thinking about what you have to do after or like, um, you know, whatever it may be, or you could go into that experience. You could turn on a meditation. You could be really mindful about every single product you're putting on your face. You could like send gratitude into your skin. You could feel the textures of the products. You could smell the smells of the products um, and just like be where you are and have a moment, um, focus on your breath and like really have it be an intentional, like meditative moment in your day. Um, And I also like whether you're feeling like to, you know, to really check in and get intentional or to like turn up the music and have a dance party and make it literally like a skincare or makeup party, um, you know, choose your own adventure, but <laughs> either um, you just are turning these routines that can become mundane and that can become just like things you do without thinking um, and bringing the intention to it. And it, you know, it's the five to 10 minutes that you're already going to spend doing the thing. It's not an added meditation. It's not an added thing. Um, so how can we flip that and how can we make it just a little bit more? Of a wholesome experience. Yeah, I love that. And for you, like, when did you start becoming intentional with your rituals, with your beauty rituals? Three or four years ago, I moved back to Oregon. Um, I started like really simplifying my makeup and skincare. I started growing a lot of botanicals and started making some of my skincare. So it was like kind of in that era when. Um, I kind of realized what it could do for me if I did really switch up the way that I like came about my routine. Mm. And it's been wonderful ever since. <laughs> <laughs> like before this, I listened to your podcast and I did my makeup and you know, it's just, I felt so good. There we go. <laughs> Yay. I love that so much. And I think it's so beautiful as well that like, the way that you express or the way that you share about these rituals, it really is from a place of overflow. Like we can feel that on the receiving end, like, okay, this gal feels so much love and feels so much gratitude within her for that, what she's experiencing. So when you're sharing that, it's like the energy is just so strong and so vibrant and so radiant. And as like, 
energetic beings. You know, all humans are constantly receiving energy, whether we know it or not. We can fucking feel that. And it makes me so happy that your energy is really magnetizing so many people in the online world and touching so many hearts because the more people that are receiving this message that you offer, the more people that will be able to live more conscious, loving lives and who are opening their hearts to this. So it makes me fucking explode to see, to see. Oh, Allie, thank you. This is like what I want to like, this feeling is what I want to bottle up and just like send everyone and it's kind of what I call girl trip energy like I don't know a better way to describe it but when I'm on a trip with my girls it's like the heightened version of like myself and my joy and my gratitude and like beauty and it's it's all of the things like in one um like sector so that's what I refer to as girl trip energy everything that you say you did I love that. That's amazing. So will you talk to us also a little bit about like your experience moving back into the dance world? Because I fucking love seeing how um, excited you get when you dance and when you are like when you were doing these salsa classes the other day, I was like, that's my girl. (laughs) I know, Allie, you should have been there. Um, so fun so fun yeah that was a new experience for me I am obsessed with salsa now I need to maybe I need to just come down to Mexico and we can go salsa dancing that sounds like a better idea (laughs) please come I don't know if you know this about me but I dance salsa and bachata like kind of well (laughs) I believe it that is so fun. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I had to tell um, you. I was like, I want my dancing no. queen to know that I dance salsa and bachata. She has to know. No, we, the world needs to know. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I dance has always been a huge part of my life. It was, um, you know, my biggest thing growing up. I danced through college um, in the city. And then um, when I came back, I, I just like it, I, I am so, it was always a goal of mine to, to be a teacher um, and to be able to lead a dance class. And that was actually very scary for me in the beginning. Um, oh my gosh, like talk about, you know, it's one thing to show up online and, and do these things, but to show up in a group, you know, and lead a group um, was a really interesting growth experience for me, but it's something that I like wouldn't trade for the world. It makes me so happy. And um and I know it's just something that I'm supposed to do. Sometimes when I choreograph a dance and I'm like, I'm like in the flow and I'm like, this is it. I literally start to cry. And, and I think that's just like a sign that uh, like pure tears of joy um, to be doing this, to be doing this work. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like a spiritual experience <laughs> to teach dance for me. Like it's very fun sometimes. Um, what like my friend Nika and I talk about this who is also a teacher like some classes and I'm sure you get this alley but like when you are like fully in flow and fully connected and you completely can check out of your physical body it's the coolest experience in the world yeah and like I am being led right now let's go (laughs) that's like the best feeling in the world there's no effort there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's no conscious thought. It's just a pure, 
experience of bliss. That's like Ananda in the in the spiritual world, which means just pure bliss. Mm, I love that. I also had a friend tell me once because um, I was like expressing my nerves about teaching. Um, and she was like, well, you know, I'm like, I'm all alone up there. It's like, you know, it's just me. And she's like, well, you know, you're not really alone. And I was like, you're so right. You're so right. Of course. Of course. And that was just like a really beautiful reminder um, to like hold close, to hold close. I mean, even right now, of course, you know. Yeah, of course. You are always supported in, in everything that you do. We're never alone. And I feel like with these, um, no matter who we are or what we do, that state or experience of flow when we can leave our bodies and just be so free and open and in the receptive mode, right? Because in that state, all we're doing is receiving and it doesn't have to be something like, oh, I'm just teaching yoga and I get there or, oh, I'm just doing Reiki because I feel those things as well when I'm like coaching or doing groups and you when you're dancing and I'm sure when you're doing like beauty as well when you're tapping into that state of flow or creating content and it's so magical to be so deep in that and to really expand our vision or understanding of what these spiritual experiences are and understand they are here for all people doing all things. It doesn't have to fit in any type of box. And like, for me, I realized, oh, I don't really like this ecstatic dance thing, you know, ecstatic dancing or like contact dancing and like, which Mm -hmm. can be really fun. But like, for me, it's so totally not my vibe, but I fucking love salsa. I like sensual bachata. Like I don't just like regular bachata. Like I like being fucking (laughs) like really, really up close to the other person, like body to body glued and like moving and yeah, grinding hard with the bachata. And like that for me... (laughs) (laughs) that for me is so is so spiritual and people are like oh well you're spiritual shouldn't you go to like ecstatic dance parties and and no like we can do it in whatever we this expression or the state of flow the state of openness and receptivity is available for all of us in any channel in any channel Mm -hmm. we just our minds are like oh it's not in relation to social media or it's not in relation to this type of dance or this type of thing but like it fucking is. And we can see, I love seeing that in you and witnessing you that in you and like also taking that level of permission for myself and for all of the people listening to just be like, oh, it's, it's bigger. It's bigger than we thought. And also wait, so you're in Oregon, you teach in Oregon. Will you tell us where mm-hmm. you teach Justin? for, I have some listeners from Oregon. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So the studio I teach at is called NK studios and it's actually right across the river in Washington in a town called Bingen, Washington. Okay. Uh, but yes. Oh my gosh, please. You're in the area. It would be so fun to meet you. Yes. Dance with you. Oh my, one day I am going to make it. Oh, I would love that. And my goal too is to, you know, some, someday some sort of like online dance experience too, because one of my, Stay rosy, laws of beauty, even though we don't really like follow the rules of beauty. But one of my laws is in order to glow, you must first flow. So in order to like really get the glow, you are flowing, you are dancing, you are moving. Um, and yeah, and I hope to one day like be teaching some version online. So 
stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. I will be there. I will be in the front row in the Zoom class. Like, <laughs> Sarah, I'm here. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be so magical to experience and just like touch different hearts and souls. I think that's so beautiful about the online world. Like you can, you can reach so many people, all people without Mm -hmm. bounds, without borders. And to just have that space is so powerful. I mean, I also love like a good physical location. I love a hug. You and I are both earth signs too. So like we have Mm -hmm. that in our bones where we want these things in the physical realm where it's like, I want to feel your body. I want to like give you a hug. I want you to be next to me. I want to feel your energy, but just the magic and the power of the online world that has transformed so much in the past few years is unbelievable. So I'm so excited for this for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course, of course. So my dear, oh, I also wanted to ask you, so about your birthday situation, because we were talking about this a little bit and (laughs) every year around your birthday, you usually have something, something come out. So when is your birthday? Your birthday's in September. Mm -hmm. First of all, September what? September 11th. September 11th. Okay, cool. So I'm I'm curious about like why that is, or if you've noticed this, or if there's been any like pattern for you in terms of, oh, my birthday is coming up. Let's party. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, I'm always been, I've always been very celebratory for my birthday. Um, And the first year I did a rebrand on Sarah Rosie and did a whole like site redesign and all of that. Um, I was working on it all summer and I, and I, you know what, I I actually chose my birthday as launch date because I knew that like, I wanted it to be a meaningful day and I knew it would be like a hard stop. Like I couldn't push the launch out anymore. Like I had to get it done because I wanted it to be on my birthday. Um, and I, I'm very like sentimental and I like love like little, I don't know, like little fun things like that. Um, that was just the goal. And then like ever that um, each year, I don't know, it, it's just like a fun day. It's like a hard stopping point where like I know it was a set in stone launch date. There's no mm-hmm. moving the launch date, <laughs> which is good for me, you know. I totally hear you. I feel like it also just like enter energetically, it really fuels back into the connecting of celebration of girl party energy of like connection and of beauty. Like you're celebrating yourself, your birthday and all like you, this creation energy of that is you. So it's really cool to witness on the outside and be like, hell yeah, this girl deserves to celebrate herself big time on her birthday. And like, it feels fucking authentic and perfect for you in the way that you shine and the way that you radiate. And it also on the outside, it's like, oh, this gives me permission to celebrate myself a little extra as well. Cause I, I don't know, maybe it's this idea, societal idea that like, there's shame surrounding shining and or like allowing ourselves to shine and the way that you mm-hmm. break that down in everything that you do it's like literally i feel the walls are just fucking crumbling and i'm safe to shine which is so beautiful wow 
I'm going to like take that sound bite and like listen to it <laughs> on repeat on a day that I need it. Um, but that makes me so joyful because that is everything that I want to give to a friend and to a person. Um, and yeah, and I think it goes back to two, like shine. I always pick a word of the year um, and shine was actually my year, my word, excuse me, um, 2021. So that was a big year for me, like coming into my own shine and, and really, and for me, that was like, felt good for me and that was like look at my necklace like catching the light right now it's like literally shining (laughs) um and I think it goes back to the tension around um shining or like you know being that of yourself like if you are in gratitude about it and you are um like in flow on your own about it like and it's so pure when it's when it's with the right intention yeah and we can like feel your intention on the receiving end. It's like, oh, I feel this girl's energy. It's just pure. It's just shining. It's just exactly as it's meant to be, which is so beautiful. So I love that. And hmm, I'm trying to think, what else do we want to ask Sarah? Universe, listeners, <laughs> what else are we are we craving for information from her? Well, I guess I'll ask you, is there anything else that you want to share about feeling like in the heart area? Is there anything that's coming up for you in terms of anything you've had to like overcome to allow yourself to be where you are? Mm, um, oh, what a beautiful question. I mean, I really feel like this past year has been so much um, letting go of certain ideas about myself, um, about like what this entrepreneurial journey will look like for me specifically and not comparing mine to other um, friends or just people in the spaces journey and just trusting, trusting and knowing that all the time, like in time, everything will fall into place. Um, and in time, everything will work out and be how I want it to be. Um, but I also think it could be fun to leave the audience with just a few like easy takeaways if they are wanting to um, sort of like make move over their makeup bag into a more like conscious um, and green and sustainable place. Totally. You are my go-to person when it comes to all of the conscious beauty things. And your website is so beautiful. And <laughs> But yes, of course. So hit us with some conscious beauty products. What are your favorites? So I, I get this question a lot. People ask how to so they use traditional products now um, in beauty and in skincare. And they're like, how do I switch? Or like, it seems really overwhelming. So if you are like hand raised to that, um, I always say like, go about it in a very um, intentional and it can be a slow way. So next time you run out of one of your traditional products, just pick another one up that's clean um, and like same goes with your makeup bag and you'll just like slowly start to shift over your makeup bag um, to be more clean and sustainable. And the word clean definitely has... um, some, you know, pain points around it, of course, like clean and green and, and all of that aren't regulated. Um, so we have to be aware of, of greenwashing and stuff like that. But for, um, for that reason, I always like to point people in the direction of 
um, stores that already vet all of their products. So like go to a credo market or a detox market or a full lane. These companies have really high standards of what ingredients they allow in any of the products that they sell. So that can be a first good point of shopping because you know they're already vetted and you can look for a product um, that is like similar to the one that you have there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's process, but it's also, you can have a lot of fun with it. And my DMs are always open. I love giving people product recommendations. And my favorite part of my job is when someone messages me and is like, Sarah, I tried X shampoo and I honestly haven't had this much confidence in so long because I feel so good about my hair or whatever it may be. It's like, that is what we are going for. We are going for the shift in how you show up internally, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that so much. And I love that like you're a part of helping people develop that sense of confidence within themselves because it does make such a fucking difference. It makes such a fucking difference. So in terms of like specific products for people, um, how can people find that information? Yes. So on my Instagram at Sarah Rosie in the link in my bio, I have a lot of different um, categorized lists that you can check out. So I like my top SPFs, um, my top bronzers, my top tinted moisturizers, anything like that that you're looking for, you can find there. And then also on my site, sarahrosie.com, I have um, my product shop, which is, which is what I call Certified Rosie. So these are all products that like get a stamp of approval by me. Um, and these are like my favorite products over the years that, that I come back to again and again, and that I found myself recommending to friends over and over. So they landed on the website. So either one will point you in the right direction. Okay. Amazing. I've used so many of these products, by the way. I don't think I've like mentioned this to you. Oh yeah. I love these products. Wow. That makes me so happy. And another amazing thing about a lot of like clean and sustainable beauty is um, that a lot of the founders are women and um, they are small companies and they're indie brands and they're, you know, really making a stride for sustainability and like that's what's cool is you can literally be voting with your dollar you can be supporting brands that you like actually freaking care about um they're like a real you know a real person behind the scenes like that is what's super cool too about this whole new movement um is you can like really be supporting something with care so we love that too another another vote for that another a big vote for that and I'm also a big vote big vote I'm curious like in terms of some of the ingredients that are in skincare do you happen to know the effects of or what certain ingredients can do to our mind or like to our bodies when we're just using toxic products kind of mindlessly I mean gosh there's there's so much that it really can do um I would say affecting hormones is a big one, especially with girls um, that are in their adolescence, right? So, you know, they're using, I don't know, 10 to 12 products. And if those are having hormone disrupting chemicals, um, it can be really harmful. Um, but a, a good resource for that, and, I, and I, I do talk about specific ingredients sometimes, but I also try not to do the, like, the lens of fear that much. 
um, because it can be very overwhelming. But I do point people in the direction of apps like Think Dirty or the EWG Skin Deep database. And you can look up exact ingredients and see how they're rated um, harmfully um, or for like their toxicity. And um, or you can even look up specific products. They have a big list of products that they rate based on their ingredients. So those are really good places to start, just to start the learning process. Um, and on those retailers' websites that I mentioned too before, they list out a lot of ingredients that they don't use and why and and stuff like that. So it, it's it's a learning process, but it's really empowering. And it's empowering to like put your money where you want it to be and to support the people that you want to support and the industries that you want to support. And we're definitely moving in the right direction. Yes. We are. I love to see it. I love to see people kind of waking up or becoming more conscious on each and every level of life because every action that we take has some sort of a ripple effect, especially when it comes to our money and where we put mm-hmm. it. Because like you said, we're voting with our dollars with every single purchase that we make. So in the conscious beauty world, like and of course, when it comes to hormones and all of this stuff, I, it's fucking insane what, uh, how big of a difference can be made by switching a simple product. Like I studied, um, I took a few courses at the School of Applied Functional Medicine. And mm. when, it, when it comes down to like our bodies and being in balance and activating our parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest, where we're able to heal, it comes down to stress and toxins. Those are like the two mm. big thing. And toxins can be on a variety of different levels. But like when we are exposed to toxins, we are then sending our body into a state of a sympathetic nervous system overdrive. And we can't heal from anything when we're in that state. And our skin is one of our biggest, um, like organs for our immune system, right? Like our skin Mm -hmm. and our stomach run our immune system. So when you're constantly putting your skin under stress, you're constantly triggering your immune response and there's very little healing that can get done on the whole body level when you're triggering like the biggest organ that we have. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much, so much yes to that. And my, my big argument too, is like, why not? Right. Like now the ingredients and the products are so good. Like there's like, they're so compared comparative to traditional products. It's not better. Like why not? Why not be on the safe side? Um, take out the harmful ingredients. They will perform better. I promise you. Um, and yeah, because everyone has a different toxin load that they can handle. Um, and you know, you just you want to, you know, we're cleaning out our diets. We're like, so we have to do this like holistically. Yeah. it's the same thing. Like you can drink a green juice and be in a toxic relationship and like, you're still (laughs) like, you can drink a green juice and like put whatever on your face and just hope for the best. That's how I honestly clean beauty is one of the, and like relationships. I just did my last podcast about relationships. These are some of Mm -hmm. the areas where I'm diving into now. And I'm starting to understand like, Oh, holy shit. Like this 
wellness thing has different layers. It has different pockets and we have to honor each and every one. And we have to treat our bodies well. And it's fucking being well is a full-time job. You know? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was listening to a podcast where you were like, being heal like healing it's a full-time job and I was like honestly it really is isn't it (laughs) it really really is but that's amazing and I'm realizing as well I never asked you about gratitude university which I would love to just take a little bit of time for gratitude university yeah so gratitude university I call my passion project oh my gosh it, it makes me like Oh, just like my heart, like feels so happy when I get to speak to this. So it started off, um, this is pre pandemic. I would go into the elementary schools around town. And, um, I worked with my friend, Teddy, who owns the company, um, grateful people. He makes these beautiful gratitude journals and he's donated thousands to elementary schools around the country. So I worked with him and we got, um, these journals for the kids and I would go in and just do different gratitude exercises around it. I met Teddy when I was living in New York and it's just one of those people who the way it was like, it was kind of when it was before gratitude was like so mainstream and um, the way he described it, you know, like when someone says something in a certain way and you could hear it a million times, but the way this one person described it, it like instantly clicked within my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, why aren't I practicing more gratitude? Um, and so he was a big catalyst for this project I brought um, into my hometown. And so I worked with the schools and worked with the kids and it was just so beautiful. And the scientific information on gratitude and, and specifically in children, specifically in schools is absolutely amazing. Um, it really does change the chemicals produced in your mind. It is freaking cool. And when schools shut down and and the pandemic happened, I shifted it to be more community driven. So I reached out to my community and asked for letters and email pictures and drawings of gratitude. And, and it, um, I compiled them all into a book that was dedicated to our essential workers, our frontline heroes and our, um, and our unsung heroes um, as like a dedication to them as a thanks to them for doing everything that you're doing. Um, and so that was a really special project. And um, that book lives online. So um, I can, we can put it in the show notes maybe where they can find um, the book. It's a, it's a short read, but it's like absolutely beautiful. We had over a hundred submissions from all over the world and um, some in uh, some in Spanish and some in English. And um, it was just a really beautiful present to, to give to all of these people who are making us safe. Um, so now Gratitude University is currently kind of in a rebrand. I'm trying to um, figure out how it can connect a little bit to beauty and dance and some of my big passions there. Um, but yeah, so hopefully in the fall, it will come back in in a little bit of a new space, but still definitely um, where it all came from. Wow. That's amazing. I love, oh, my heart is just like singing right now, hearing oh, about this. Thanks, <laughs> of course. And you're right. Gratitude is so fucking powerful in our lives. And one thing I love about like life and self-development, we can hear the same thing or the same piece of advice over and over and over again. And sometimes we just have to hear it in a certain way, the way one person says it and like we click and it changes everything, which is why I'm I'm reminded like 
I, this is so important for us to do this work and talk about these things and like just bring consciousness to light in one way or another, because we never know where our words are landing or who they're landing with. Even if it just changes one Mm -hmm. person's day two years ago or whatever the fuck it may be, it's still so important. So I love that. And in terms Mm -hmm. of like connecting to gratitude for yourself, what do you Mm -hmm. feel has been the biggest shift the more that you have um, brought gratitude into your own practices? Oh my gosh, just like overall joy for life, 100%, like hands down. Um, I think I really started to lean into gratitude again, like that period I talked about where things felt so out of my hands, out of my hands, like things felt so like up in the air, this big transition period, right? And when I leaned into gratitude for what I had, like right there in front of me and for my health and for, you know, whatever the thing that like came were coming up in that day or that time um it can bring you back to joy really fast and it's like it's again it's just like one of those beautiful tools that we keep in our toolbox that we can go back to time and time again um to you know start feeling better and start feeling more joy and happiness and like it kind of puts things in perspective um for me gratitude does yeah that's beautiful it's interesting because um, I did a I did another little course about happiness, and the main takeaway mm-hmm. was gratitude is the most important factor. It's not money. It's not um, like what we do. It's not necessarily like living in alignment with our purpose. Like it comes back to gratitude as the main channel that brings us happiness, and it's one of those things in my own life where. I began the self-development journey and I was like, oh, I'll just read all the things. I'm not going to do the things. I'll just read them. I'll learn about them. Even doing this fucking course on happiness. I was like, oh, we have to do a gratitude journal. Not me. I'll just read about it. I'll just learn about it and like, (laughs) and share how important it is to be grateful. But when I actually started practicing gratitude, so much shifts. And I notice it's always connected to like manifestation energy, allowing myself to receive what I'm asking for. And I don't know if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks, but they talk a lot about like being in the receptive state and doing rampages of appreciation, which is just going in and in and into every single intricate detail of what we're grateful for in lingering in that energy of gratitude. And that is really what brings us to the state of magnetism, where we allow ourselves to, to receive everything that we've asked for, everything that we want. So it's so important. I think it's so beautiful the way you fuse together and allow yourself to operate from these different passions that you have. And like, you let all of these parts of you shine, you let your connection to gratitude shine and like working with kiddos and your dance and your passion for dance and teaching and like being this aerobics instructor. I see you as that. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, I see Sarah with like (laughs) this cute little high pony and, (laughs) and like these socks. I just love it. And then there's also this other part of you that like loves this beauty element and everything is intricately connected and also so very like quote unquote different looking in um, like, or looking from the outside in. So to see you um, embody all of that is really such an inspiration, not only to me, but I'm sure to everybody listening here. And there's one other thing I really want to highlight, which is 
the element of breaking down before fucking breaking through. I had a teacher say, yeah, (laughs) I had a teacher say to me a few months ago, like after all the San Diego shit where I quote unquote lost everything or whatever, but, and she said to me, yeah, fucking what the hell, but, um, Hey, I still, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a story of the year. And, um, so I had a teacher say to me when I was just like literally weeping and, uh, we were on a zoom session and I couldn't even express every, like all the way that I felt, I was just a fucking puddle. And I was explaining to her what had happened, um, throughout the situation in San Diego. And she said, Oh, Allie, I'm so excited for you. And I was like, Milana, what do you mean you're excited for me? I mean, in my head, I was like, what the fuck do you mean you're excited for me? I'm over here. Like, I can't even speak. I'm crying so hard. And she was like, no, this is really beautiful because we don't know what's to come next. And then I had this realization of, holy shit, like I'm at the end of this chapter, but I haven't yet flipped the page yet. I don't know what comes when I flip the page. And that's where I'm at now. Like I just flipped the page of, oh, okay, I'm back in... I'm back in Mexico and everything makes sense. And I now know why I had to go through what I went through. And it's really beautiful to hear your story. And just like when you're at this blank slate page and when you really leaned on your practices, same for me. Like that's the one of the most important things we can do when we're in these transition periods, lean into gratitude, lean into faith, lean into surrender, lean into our practices to hold ourselves through that. And then comes the breakthrough, but we have to fucking trust ourselves in the state of surrender that we are safe to, to do this, that we are safe to be where we are. And your story is such a beautiful representation of that, where you gave yourself the space to be where you were. And like, then comes the surface of comes to the surface of, holy shit, I do all the things now that I used to love as a kid. And of course there's shadow work that comes into that every step of the way as an entrepreneur, we can't avoid it and we can't avoid it, but like, it's so fulfilling at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. What a beautiful way to wrap all of that up into a beautiful bow. I love that. I love that. Yes. Of course. And I have one last question for you before we wrap up. What is a piece of advice that you would give to younger Sarah? Maybe like 13-year-old Sarah. Oh my gosh, 13-year-old Sarah. Oh, I like wanted to tug her so much. I also really want to tell her not to pluck all her eyebrows away. That was <laughs> like a child of the early 2000s, like in middle school was honestly rough. Like you, I posted them. They were so bad, you guys. I like, if you see a phone like I have very thick eyebrows and there was a time where there was like one hair like her like on the line it was so bad so first I would tell her put the tweezers down um you will regret this when you're older and secondly I would tell her to have way more love for herself truly to yeah to that loving yourself is a really good thing um and to just lead with love in everything that you're doing yeah beautiful I love that I feel like younger Sarah is receiving that in this moment like I'm watching the wheels turn in your 
in your heart. And I feel like little Sarah is just, she's here with us and she deserves to receive that. So I'm so happy. Oh, are you getting emotional? My sweet girl. Oh oh my gosh. I am. Leave it to Allie. I swear. (laughs) You can pull it out of me. (laughs) I feel like, um, that's my job these days. I just make people cry. I'm here to make people cry, but I love everybody so much. And it's always a good cry. So no problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, interview slash therapy slash girl time. I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. I know you mentioned where we could find you, but definitely let us know one more time the best places and spaces to connect with you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a special moment. This was a dream come true. I mean, thinking back about our 2019 selves when we met too, like I, I, this was only like a very far off dream to like be on a podcast talking about beauty so to be able to be like with you and do this is very very special um and you can find me social media platforms instagram tiktok pinterest at sarah rosie s-a-r-a-r-o-s-i-e check out my website it's just sarahrosie.com my dms are always open i love to chat beauty intentional beauty dance gratitude, whatever you want. Um, and yeah, I look forward to connecting. Yeah. And let's all keep an eye out on Sarah because September 11th is coming up soon. (laughs) What will be in store? (laughs) Yeah. We never know what's going to happen around her birthday. So keep your eye out on Sarah. She's such an amazing person to follow and to connect with. Um, you will feel her love. You will feel her love. Go give her a follow. And if you found me Thank from you, Sarah, Allie. like, hey, thanks. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> the crossover is real. I love it. I love it. Well, Sarah, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Your energy is magical. You're a magical being. And I'm so grateful for our time together. I love you so much. Sending all of that back to you. Thank you. Thank you. So much gratitude for you. All right. And thank you for listening to Bad Witches Only. This is your host, Ali Schlenner. We love you. Peace out.